Welcome to the Fantasy End Podcast, where we share our love for all things fantasy and discuss the broader speculative fiction industry. Welcome to the Fantasy End. Welcome to the Fantasy End Podcast. This is a completely just impulsive podcast we're recording about animals and fantasy, animals we like in fantasy, animals we want to see in fantasy, and basically whatever the fuck else we come up with because I have no plan whatsoever. Yes, I like animals. Uh, Before we start that, guys, what are you reading right now? The same thing I was reading an hour ago when we started the first podcast episode. <laughs> no, you have to lie, man. That's the whole point of this. You lie. Did you miss in the last episode where I said I did that and I still haven't started that book six months later? <laughs> that doesn't matter. The people don't know. Yes, they do. I told them. Right. What am I reading? Let me make something up. Um, let me look at my library. I am currently reading... We and Sisters by Terry Pratchett. I don't know if that's how this meant to be pronounced. Well, that's a really good book. How are you enjoying it? It's pretty good. I'm not sure about the narrator, um, but I'm really enjoying it. It would be nice if my library app stopped crashing, but that's not the book's fault. It actually has animals in it too. Sorry, that's our topic. I should bring it back to that. It has animals, lots and lots of cats. Or one cat, I think. Still, animals. It's actually true. I'm reading um, An Elderly Lady is Up to No Good by Helen Thurston, but I don't really like it. Uh, it's about, it's like a murder mystery. No, it's not a murder mystery. It's just like about this old lady who kills a bunch of people. Like they annoy her for whatever reason. No, but you know who does it? And nobody catches her. She just, it's a, just a bunch of short stories where like she... Uh, is mad at her neighbor because her neighbor wants her flat and then she just kills the neighbor. And somehow I thought it would be like really funny and really over the top, but I'm just kind of annoyed with the lady because she's like an an annoying old lady. (laughs) So yeah, I don't recommend it. What about you, Hugh? Yeah, I'm reading Fate of the Fallen by Kel Kid, I want to say. Maybe Kel Cad or Kel Caddy, I'm not sure. But yeah, that's pretty cool. It's basically about, you know... Kind of farm boy fantasy prophesied one, but you know, the prophecy kind of goes to shit straight off the bat. So, you know, this boy's going to save the world, but then, oh no, maybe he can't, and maybe that's impossible for him to do. And kind of explores that. It's really quite cool. And the narrator is Nick Fodell, who is just like a fantastic audiobook narrator. Right. Which, which one's this? Uh, Fate of the Fallen. That's not part of the King's Dark Tiding series, is it? Uh, no, it's the new series for Tor. Oh, I didn't know that was out. Yes, it's out. It's good. Read it. Ooh, yes. There okay. is unfortunately no animals, so I can't seg naturally into anything. We're just going to come up with an animal. Speaking about animals, uh, the first book that comes to mind that I have not read uh, is A Boy and His... Is it a boy and his dog at the end of the universe? Oh, hey, that was me last week. I mean, I was a boy with a dog and the world was burning outside, so... Oh, no, no, no. So the book is called (laughs) A Boy and His Dog at the End of the World by Charlie Fletcher. 
And I think Trav has read it. Yeah, I think the only person from the inn who has read this book is not in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, but speaking about other books that have animals, great segue. Uh, what is a book that comes to mind for y'all? I have one. It's The King Must Die by Mary Renault. And it's like a retelling of the Tezois myth um, with the Minotaur and stuff, you know, um, except there, uh, instead of the Minotaur, it's an actual bull and the people have to do a lot of bull leaping and um, they have to like work with the bull and so on, um, like bull leaping, like in those ancient Cretan um not posters, um, wall, wall mosaics that they have, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. And I just really loved that book a lot in general. And I really liked the way that they described working with the bull and the way she describes the bull in general and the way that it's worshipped and the way that it's, um, I don't know, just everything about that. I thought that was the perfect thing. And also because it's a bull and not like a dog or a horse, which is something you see more often in, in books. <laughs> but it's specifically, yeah, a connection with a bull. I can't imagine seeing like bulls much in fantasy, to be honest. Yeah, I, I can't really think of anything else other than this. The makes me more really coos in fantasy. Have you seen really coos? They're the most fucking fantasy animal Ever. And there's no fucking fantasy with Willy Coos and it's a fucking disgrace. Authors, if you are listening, put a Willy Coo in your next fucking book or else. Why does it have to be a fucking book? You can have romance with Willy Coos. It may be illegal in a bunch of countries, but you certainly can. <laughs> but they are really cute with like, they always look like they can't see anything because they have such long hair. Yeah, they look like little emos. It's great. I'm literally just like looking at Googling pictures of cows now. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really ones. Because they're the good ones. Yeah, of course. Is, is it my turn to talk about a book? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, okay, I need to think of a book. I was supposed to be doing that already. Speaking of animals, that was my dog barking in the background. Um, so animals in books, um, what I'm thinking of now is teddy bears, um, which it does actually have a book about a teddy bear that's animated and it's called Threadbear. Um, it's really cute. It's an animated teddy bear. I mean... What's more to explain than that? An animated teddy bear that occasionally fights with a cat. Yeah, honestly, see the first book of the Threadbare series it is it's so adorable. It is it and is. hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but the book that's now coming to mind that I've actually think about it is Off Leash by Daniel Potter. I think that's the author's name. Um, and it's like, I think it's the first book in the Feline Familiars series where people have familiars, well, magic people have familiars as um, animals and the main character is a cat who used to be a person but died and became a cat. I'm a bit unsure. It's been a while. So, like, the cats have, like, a full-on, like, cat society in this book? (laughs) Uh, No, if I recall correctly, he became a cat and then animal control was trying to round him up and he became a familiar to some witch, I think. Uh, he, he was causing havoc in a video easy or something <laughs> as this giant freaking panda. Not panda, panther. A panda panther. No, just a panther. But it, it was oh. funny. Um, I don't really remember it because I don't remember books well somehow. You know, talking about panda panthers, right? <laughs> 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 
Yes. <laughs> I swear this is going somewhere. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, like the TV series, I love the animals in that. Just like they've not put any thought into shall we make an original animal? It's just no fuck it. Let's put this animal and this animal together. Oh yeah. Speaking about TV series, and I just remembered Steven Universe. One of like I don't not made like. The biggest animal in that, a giant pink lion named a lion. And so, who like is, ends up being extremely important to the story. So, uh, I guess that's another one. And so now, after that, you know, I just see normal lions and it's like, this isn't pink. This is boring. I've got to say, I think a pink lion would look like fucking magnificent. Exactly. I'm imagining, like, sparkles through the main. It's glorious. If you could make any fantasy animal, what would it be? A crocodile. That is not a fantasy animal. That's that's a a real animal. I I have seen them. They are definitely real. They will eat you. Actually, no, they won't eat your your cabbage. They don't like vegetables. You mean, like, create an an animal or put a real animal into a book? Ah, Create, um, Create an animal. First question. Oh, question. Real animal into a book and make it fantasy. I would just take my dog with me and then make her magical. Aww. Or more magical than she already is. Tam, that's such a cute answer. <laughs> Have you seen my dog? She deserves okay, it. Okay, that's fair. She is magically cute. <laughs> um, can we add that to the notes? For like, can we just add pictures of my dog to whatever transcript we do? Thanks, Trav, wherever you are. I am now signing you up for this. I would take a cabbage and change nothing about it because they are already fantastical. Oh. <laughs> That's also such a cute answer, cop. <laughs> kind of. Okay, now to ruin the whole thing, I would have just any sort of bud, you know, like a parrot of them, but the only thing I'd change about it is, do you know how goats can scream like humans? Oh, goat. Oh, God, I completely, I completely misheard you. What did you think I said? But. Uh, I, I just wasn't sure. I was just very confused by whatever it was you said until someone clarified. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, so goats, they scream like humans. If you've never seen this before, just go to YouTube and search goats screaming like humans. But uh, I want bugs that can scream like that. <laughs> oh God. Just so I can like send a flock of buds at my enemies just to fucking scream them to death. I, I, I don't know what this animal you're talking about is. Goat. No, the other one that you're turning into screaming animals. Buds, I don't know. Any fucking bud, a parrot, a fucking a hawk, bird. A... A bird. <laughs> I think I keep thinking you're saying butt. Like bum. What? Like, what is that? <laughs> oh, birds. <laughs> and then I think you said goat. Did you say goat earlier? Goat? This is discrimination, uh, there. I, I uh, thought you were saying bugs for a minute. I was just imagining this. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's even better. Screaming <laughs> bugs. God, fantastical bugs. Like, I feel like that's something I don't see a lot. Have is... you read The Ninth Rain? Read The Ninth Rain. Not yet. I mean, by the time this has come out, probably. Um, but, like, just fantasy, just like the smaller animals, you know, like parasites or worms or uh, bugs, insects, um, 
I don't know, fantasy bacteria. It it, it can happen. Um, like worm or whatever. Um, the big big uh, novel online novel thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that has many magical bugs. It's just that the main character can control bugs. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to see magical bugs. Uh, there is acid flies and the wandering in by Pirate Abba. I mean, there's also, uh, to bring up the topic again, great segue, bugs in Pokemon that are magical. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, True. I mean, if we classify a bug's life as a fantasy series, then that's just like the go- a gold mine for fantasy bugs. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's stuff that you never really think about. So there's, you know, dragons or Tam's dog or... Um, Screaming butts? Scre- yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All these big, or uh, bulls even, all these big animals, you know, you don't really see all that much. They exist, I'm sure, the smaller animals, you know? Maybe it's just me. I feel like, in general, you mainly see horses and and dogs. I feel like those are the two that I would think of. Um, with things like, you know, um, The Bear and the Nightingale, um, by um Catherine Arden who has where like Bastia has this cool horse and then there's stuff like aren't there really cool dogs or something in Robin Hobbs world? Yeah, there's a wolf and there's a dog. Yeah. Yeah, I guess wolves and dogs are kind of like identical in my head because they're both like cool and but also people have dogs. <laughs> uh, what's the dog in Discworld? Wonder dogs at Gaspod, Gaspod? Yeah, the one who can talk. He's the best. Yes, but I also, you said that an angular came to mind and she's not quite a dog. She's more of a werewolf. Oh, <laughs> no, Gaspard, I guess, however you pronounce it, yeah. And then there are all the cats and the death of mice. I really like the death of mice. Or the death of rats. And death has a, has a horse too, though, Blinky. Blinky. Yeah. Blinky, Fuck, I think. Does it have an L in it? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Is this like a book, or you're just like planning the genocide of mouse everywhere? No, oh, it's in this world. The death in of rats. Oh, really? Uh, oh, right. I thought you meant like the title of a book. Sorry. Yeah. This segues uh, into what I was going to bring up really quickly is Red Wall by. Oh yeah, of course. Brian Juck. I think that's how to say it. Um, Actually, on the note of Discworld, there's a giant flying turtle with elephants on its back. That's fair. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. But speaking about that uh, Harry Potter question, what counts as an animal and what counts as a person, I guess? Sirius Black is a person. Is it self-aware? Yes, <laughs> it's a person. If it's not self-aware, it's not a person. Or it might be a baby. But what if you don't know it's self-aware? You're a racist. <laughs> but it what? doesn't matter if you know if it's self-aware. If it's self-aware, it knows it's self-aware, and that's what really matters. Yeah. Mm. I actually went to like a panel about this kind of thing earlier this year at FantasyCon in Glasgow, and they were kind of talking about how like intelligent animals sometimes don't really get as much of a fair shake as humans do, where they're still just seen as like less than, if you know what I mean. In real life, like where we have dolphins in cages, or... 
In no, I mean, like, fantasy animals. Well, you right. see, the difference there is animals don't have opposable thumbs. And so they're looked down on because they don't have opposable thumbs, because that means they can't do shit. What about gorillas? They have opposable thumbs. I think gorillas have opposable thumbs. This is how they rise up and become the planet of the apes instead of the planet of the humans. What if we were the planet of the apes and this is the result? I am so confused by where I took this. I feel like the people who open this podcast are looking for things like, is Watership Down a fantasy animal or are they just bunnies or something like that? And instead it's like, are we the planet of the apes? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in the top list of books recommended. Watership Down, that's it. I mean, Watership Down is great, to be fair. <laughs> this, the Firebringer trilogy... Uh, the book one is, which I have read book one, is called Birth of the Firebringer. And it is uh, by Meredith Ann Pierce. It centers around uh, unicorns, which is pretty fun. I would recommend it. I read it four years ago, but I would recommend it. That has animals in it. Sorry, are we just throwing out random things with animals? <laughs> let me go down my Goodreads. <laughs> I would say this is what happens when you don't let us prepare, but even when you give us warning, I still don't know what the podcast topic is until we're 10 minutes into the podcast. So I can't really blame it. Completely prepare every single episode. <laughs> Wait, I've got a cool question for you. Like, okay. what kind of animal would you like to, like, scale up or, like, modify in some way so that in a fantasy book you could ride it into battle? How big? How big is the skill? Like, mount size? I don't know. Mountain size? No, the size of a mount. There's something that you can ride, not a mountain. <laughs> that is too big. I think it would be kind of fun to ride on a turtle. I mean, I guess it would be really slow. A tortoise, I guess. It would be really slow, but you'd be like a fucking tank. It would be so cool. Well, no, you're outside the armor, so your mount is a tank, and you're the squishy thing on top. Yeah, but you're, like, on top, so you know, like, how they have to have horses with armor? But instead, the turtle comes with its own armor, and then you can wear some more armor on top of it, and then it's like, you're a badass, except you're really, really slow. (laughs) You're so slow, no one is scared of you because they already left. The whole war has been fought, and you are now turning up. Oh, shit. Everyone's already dead. (laughs) Well, that's okay. Then you can loot the remains. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that's an option. Any kind of bird thing would be cool, right? I mean, if you're, like, you're on a bird, and you're really high up, and then you can, like, drop um, bombs on other people, I guess. Oh, my gosh. You could scale up an ostrich. Why? Why would you want to? <laughs> of all the fucking animals to take into battle, a fucking ostrich. <laughs> if you're going to take an Australian bird into battle... The ostriches probably... are not Australian. I'm you. They're not, but that's not the point. They're completely just, different. They're basically an emu, except not as good. So just get an emu <laughs> instead of the ostrich. To be fair, do you guys know you guys know River of Teeth by Sarah Gailey, right? Um, uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, so the the book is about people who ride hippos, and then like it's a heist book, but it's also about people on hippos. And 
it's I don't know somehow somehow while I was reading the whole time I was thinking like I just couldn't like the image in my head of, I mean like because you know they explained it in this very like way where it kind of makes sense or something they domesticated the hippos and so on but like while I was picturing it in my head with these people on hippos I just kept laughing every five minutes so I don't know I think you have to be very careful about the mount thing I guess I don't know hippos are OP like hippos are dangerous they're just like oh hello there you're in my swamp oh hello there you're in my stomach now oops i guess i guess that was the point i don't know i actually went on youtube to google uh i went on youtube to google i went on youtube to search for whether people could ride hippos and there are some things about because i thought maybe i just didn't know this and people ride hippos you know (laughs) um so there are some videos or pictures of people on hippos but it's just very I don't know. It's just it just looks like they're about to die. <laughs> they probably so, are. Yeah. If you're going with an African animal, wouldn't you take a rhino? I mean, at least it's got a horn on the head. It looks a yeah, whole but this is cool. like this is like the 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 turtle thing, except you're making it a rhino. It's the same concept. Did they not rate rhinos and black panther, or are the rhinos just oh, on them? Did they? I can't remember. I think they did. Yeah. Cup and the. For the question, does it have to be a real animal? A real animal that you can, like, adjust. It has to be real? Uh, dang. Um, I would take a snake, because imagine a sa- snake supersized. Actually, don't even bother imagining it, just go and watch Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I would take <laughs> a bunny, because it oh, would see, be... A scaled-up bunny would be fucking terrifying. It's true. <sighs> the imagine legs. the kicking. Oh, oh. Um, have you heard of kangaroos? <laughs> <laughs> I have heard of kangaroos. <laughs> when people first came to Australia, they saw them and was like, what the fuck is wrong with these rabbits? <laughs> I'm turning it into a sound clip, by the way, just an Australian guy said, have you heard of kangaroos? <laughs> what the fuck is that accent? <laughs> 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 We could also take uh, scale up sloth, sloths. Sloths. But that's also the same problem as the turtle. <laughs> or koalas. You're right, in its pouch. <laughs> a giant wombat. Oh, we had those two for a while. Um, what are they called? Dactropodons. Google it. It's like a giant wombat. It's terrifying. Well, I wish that more books had stuff with those really big creatures that, you know, that died out a while back. Um, n- not mammoths. No, after dinosaurs. <laughs> you know, like those really, really big. Um... Megafauna. Yeah, exactly. That stuff. Is what they call um, Technically, I guess. Yeah, like, I mean, there's... It's actually there's... the technical name for it. Mastodon? Yeah, like that sort of stuff. So um, I read a manga at some point, and I can't remember what it was called, which is really sad. But there was this manga about people who are trapped on an island with all this megafauna. And I don't know, it was just so nuts because it's like, this actually existed. But obviously, it's really terrifying when it's on this island and they all have to survive. And then I don't remember what happens, but it was just really cool. And I think it'll be really good to see that kind of stuff more in, in fantasy books. I think Dawn of Wonder kind of has a thing where megafauna might play a part. But I don't think it's like as for like people to ride them so much as they're kind of ending the world. That's okay. (laughs) 
Um, Donna Wonder by Jonathan Ranshaw. That's the one. If you could take any animal from a book, fantasy animal, from a book, series, etc., as your pet, and you can scale it down if you need to, what? Oh, I'd definitely take Zeus from R.J. Barker's Wounded Kingdom series. It's like I thought you meant uh, the god for a moment, and I was like, <laughs> oh, you think dogs fuck everything? Wait, do you see this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I accidentally bred a pantheon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, book Zeus is like this almost like a deer thing with massive antlers, but it's also something like a cat. So I can't decide whether I'd want to like ride it around as like horse size or just make it cat sized and laugh at the little thing. Cat sized, but with the full size antlers. <laughs> Wait, um, fantasy animals or just in general animals that I'd like to make into a pet? Animal from a fantasy book. Animals from fantasy book. You can if you have to. You can scale it down. Oh, I really don't know. I don't actually like the. I don't really want a pet. I don't really like animals. Sorry. Wow. They're okay. Half an hour into the podcast and we find this out now. So you're you're walking down the street and you see someone across the street with an animal from a fantasy book and you think, oh, that's nice. What is it? (laughs) Uh, 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 I, mm, mm. I don't know because I don't really read those kind of fantasy books. (laughs) Like the ones that I I can think of are things like are things like dragons. But the last book with dragons I read was Heartstrikers, where they're like you know human, you know they're they're like dragons, but they have human intelligence. So like somebody having a pet Julius would be really really bad. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon, okay, (laughs) the dragon Julius is uh, the person's best friend. But wasn't that entire story about him basically being his mum's pet and running away? Yeah, so it'll be like, I don't know, it sounds kind of kinky if you then like is Marcy's <laughs> pet, but no. <laughs> uh, or as a friend, if you want. Like a friend? I don't know, Pokemon would be pretty cool to have, I guess, like a Pikachu or something. I would definitely take one of the War Beasts from um, the Winning Flame series which is by Jen Williams, and I think I told someone to go and read The Ninth Rain earlier. It's fantastic. But I have be... no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I will make sure to send you more messages about it then. Um, but The Wool Beasts, there are certain different types that are generally crossed between certain fantasy animals, like there's your standard dragons. Um, there was one that was part giant cat but it also had wings um there was one that was i think part bat and spat acid um and so there was a lot of variety there and just any of those would be cool to see in real life so i think we need to kind of bring up steel crow saga by paul Kruger because that's like so heavy animal based and again ties into the pokemon thing but it's basically you make a bond with an animal, and I think it's a shade pack thing it's called. So basically it's like a Pokemon, and like the it's not always out, but you can like summon your shade-packed animal, and it will, you know, fight for you 
it's all very anime, but it's fantastic. All you get roads people lead to like, Pokemon. Sorry? All roads lead to Pokemon. Do they, though? So anyway... Wait, sorry, I wanted to say that manga I was talking about before with the megafauna was Cage of Eden. And I don't know if it's good or not, because I read it like five years ago. No, probably like eight years ago by now. But it had a lot of really good megafauna in it. There you go. Cage of Eden. You know, by the time this podcast releases, we're going to have like a Twitter thread underneath of all the books that we forgot to mention. Yeah. <laughs> Look, probably. But also, isn't that the same for all our podcasts? So anyway, do we have a question for the audience? Yeah, so what kind of animal would you like, like fantasy animal, as a pet or as a war mount? Like, if you could ride an animal into battle or if you could keep one as a pet, which would you pick? It could be one from a book or it could be one you just make up. Okay, bye. Don't think that's how we're supposed to finish this. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. See you later. <laughs> right, thank you for joining us on the Fantasy and Podcast and we will see you next time. Whenever next time may be. Because we have no idea when this is. Okay, now, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>